This is episode 236 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to discover together the five stages of becoming an intuitive eater. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food. It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Welcome back, sisters. This is one of those episodes that I call cornerstone or Bible type episode that is something that all of us looking into intuitive eating. My hope for this episode is going to help two category of women right now. Those that are sitting on the fence wondering if intuitive eating is for them, or those of you specifically that are learning intuitive eating on your own at home by reading the book without supervision, and you're wondering if you're doing this right. Am I experiencing this process normally? Right? It's human behavior to want to know, is that normal? So that is my hope for this episode. That's what I hope it will fulfill. And it's also a source of inspiration. Now, inspiration is often something we seek externally, right? We want to read a meme, uh, read a book, watch a movie that's going to inspire us. But the truth is inspiration is within us. It's within what we call here in Going Beyond the Food, your innate body wisdom. That same place that holds this wisdom around your eating cues to know what to eat, when to eat, and how much to eat. It's that same wisdom that is right there holding inspiration for you. But you have to listen to it. And that's when I always talk about making choices from a place of love instead of fear. For those of you who are familiar with universal spirituality, this is like the higher self versus the ego, right? Ego makes us look at life with a filter of fear, where our higher self or spirit, for people more of a religious background, will make us look at life from a place of love. Sometimes being inspired is first working through reducing our fear, right? Reducing that level of uncertainty or recognizing that fear is part of life, that fear is normal as we particularly begin this place of leaving dieting and walking into a non-diet approach. It's normal to be filled with fear, right? It's normal to not know if we're making the right choice, but still moving forward because this innate wisdom within us is knowing that this is the right thing. So that's the goal of this episode. Now, before we move forward, I just want to say that there's a lot of free resources that are available to you within our world 
as you are in this stage of contemplating intuitive eating. So if you go to our website, we just launched a new resource page. So stephaniedoze.com slash intuitive eating resources. We also have a free guide, a free quiz, and we also have a paid program called the Intuitive Eating Project. We're going to link to all of these free and paid resources within the show note, stephaniedoze.com slash 236, or within your podcast application. So here's the lay of the land for the next 25 minutes. The stages of any transformation, signs that you are ready to start the journey of intuitive eating, what to consider when you start your journey, the five stages of intuitive eating, and the duration of each stages. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to have a quick little exercise for you. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Now, before we even get to the point of committing ourselves to becoming an intuitive eater, there's what we call a process of transformation that happens in your mind. This is something that I learned years ago. And for any of you that are in leadership position, you're probably well aware of that. Uh, For me, that was taught to me like, I think, 12 years ago when I was given my first big team in the context of work. Um, And I was trying to answer the question, like, why is everybody not able to just do what I tell them to do, right? And these stages of transformation were thought to me as the answer to this question. So there's six stages And this is for those of you professional listening to me, this is a trans theoretical model of transformation. So there's pre-contemplation, stage one, two, contemplation, three, preparation, and four is when you actually start the transformation, the stage called action, and then comes stage five and six, five being maintenance and six being relapse. Now, transformation changes, becoming an intuitive eater is a process. This is changes that happens gradually, right? There's no one in this world that went from being a chronic dieter to an intuitive eater within one day. That does not exist. So first thing first, if that's what your expectation is, eh, not going to happen. It's going to take weeks, months, and years. All depends the approach you're taking. And we'll go through the different things that will make you shorten this process transformation versus it taking longer. So let's just explore very quickly the stages that comes before even learning intuitive eating. So stage one is pre-contemplation. So none of you here listening to this podcast are in that stage. This is the stage of deep denial. This is the women that are on diets right now, love it, thrive on it, and are not even looking at anything else. We've all been there in pre-contemplation, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're not there. So let's get this out of the way. There may be a lot of your friends, but you're not there. Stage two is contemplation. Now, that's a lot of you. You're more and more aware of what you're doing right now isn't working. However, your perceived costs of transformation is too high. Now, when I talk about costs, I mean resources, time, money, 
like these types of resources, you're seeing that has too high. Perhaps even your body size is a resource, right? You're thinking that life will unfold when you're a certain weight, therefore you got to lose weight, therefore you got to be on a diet. So the cost is too high, the fear is too big. During this change, this, this stage of changes, you perceive this process of change being too big. So you stay where you are, which is likely stuck. Now, and you keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> I will have women who will reach out to me on email who've been listening to podcasts for two years. They stayed in contemplation for two years until they actually raise their hand and say, I need help. Stage three is when you actually raise your hand and you say, I need help. You're making small changes. Perhaps you're reading the book. You've grabbed my freebies, right? My guides, you attended a, a workshop for me, but you're not committing. You're not taking any action. You're just listening and deepening your listening, but you're not moving into action because you're afraid, and this is when we need to talk about courage. So if that's you, courage of moving into action is not the absence of fear. Courage does not equate, I'll not be afraid anymore. Rather, it's the doing in the presence of fear. So if you're in preparation and you want to move into action, don't wait till there's no more fear. You actually have to move forward with that fear. And that lends you into the state of action. This is when you actually take the commitment of your resources. You're committing your time, your attention, your money, your courage of moving over the fear and your reading the book and doing the work, taking the course, coaching, whatever you're doing, you're into action. This is when you move into the stage of intuitive eating. So what are the signs that you're ready to start the journey of intuitive eating? You've hit diet bottom. Just the thought of another diet disgusts you. Like, <laughs> Don't want to go there. You've lost and gained weight so many times, you can't imagine going through that cycle again. You're so tired of valuing yourself with the scale. You're thinking and worrying about food all of the time. You use restriction of food on a regular basis. You've lost touch with your hunger, fullness, and even satisfaction. You forgot what it looks like to just, quote, eat normally. You eat to comfort yourself, you eat to distract yourself, you eat to numb yourself. You have a negative body image, you feel stuck, frustrated, discouraged. Bottom line, something's got to change and you know it's not another diet. If this one or many of those are you, you are likely ready to start intuitive eating. That doesn't mean that fear won't be there. It just means you're ready to move on to the stage of action. So now we're going to get into the five stages of intuitive eating. Now, before we get there, I know a lot of you are waiting for this. Here's a few things you want to consider as a determining factor to know 
how long you will be or when you will move to the next stage. So it's kind of five questions to ask yourself. Number one, how long you've been dieting. The longer your dieting period, the more, quote, work you will need to do to repair your relationship of trust and respect with your body. The more the relationship has been eroded. Two, how entrenched you are in diet thinking. Now, this is where I have to make the caveat that and I just had the discussion recently with someone who wanted to work with me one-on-one. I do consult for people who want to work one-on-one with me. And she, I'm very good at doing them, by the way. <laughs> so finally got her to say, like, I want to work with you. I want to learn intuitive eating, but I still want to lose weight. Right? I'm like, okay, like, it's not going to work. We're not going to be able to work together because that desire to lose weight will overshadow any work we're going to do together. So go back and sit with that a little bit more, and then you can come back and work with me. Now, there's a difference between wanting to lose weight and recognizing that you're having weight loss thoughts. Now, recognizing that you're having weight loss thoughts, totally normal. I still have them, right? I mean, 25 years of thinking a certain way doesn't disappear by the click of a finger. So it's about recognizing that they're there, but you don't want to act on them. That's where you need to be when you learn intuitive eating. So that's what I call being entrenched in your diet thinking. If you're entrenched and you don't want to give up the fact that you need to lose weight, then, then intuitive eating, you'll get stuck in the first stage forever. It's not going to move you forward. Three is how long you've been using dieting and food to cope with your life, which come back to number one. Four, how willing are you to trust yourself? This also is very impacted by traumatic experience in your past, right? So your level or experiences around trauma will perhaps land you to a longer period of learning intuitive eating. And fifth, how willing are you to put weight loss on the back burner? Okay, so let's explore the five stages of intuitive eating. Stage number one is readiness. This is when you are in that stage of action that I was describing earlier. You are painfully aware that every single attempt to lose weight that you've taken has ended up in a failure, that you're always back to square one and you want something else, but you don't know what it is. You know this intuitive eating thing, but you're afraid, right? You're afraid. You're not sure that you can face your fear. What if you fail again? Basically, you're stuck, right? You're so if I'm going to use an analogy of a child throughout these five stages. Right now, you're a baby who doesn't walk yet. And you're sitting on your bum and you're looking at people around you who are walking and these tall giants and they do so many cool things. And you're like, why can I not walk? How can I walk? That's the readiness stage. Then the next stage that you move on is learning intuitive eating. That's what, what's called exploration. 
this is when you're learning to walk, right? You're learning the 10th principle of intuitive eating. You're reading the book. You're taking my course. You're coaching with someone. But everything is new. You're filled with doubt. And you have a deep sense of realization that everything you've done before was wrong. And there may be a stage of grief as well. And you're hyper conscious of your hunger, your fullness. And it takes a lot of effort at this point for you to be aware of hunger, fullness, satisfaction, and feeling your feelings and feeling your feelings and wanting to use food. And you're eating all the foods that were restricted before, like the pendulum is swinging. You're making up for years of deprivation. Your eating is not about nutrition at this point. It's just about like learning this intuitive eating thing. And quite frankly, you may not feel at your best at this stage because you're eating all the foods that were forbidden and you're not eating for self-respect and self-care of your body. Like you're going through the process. If we go back to the baby, this is when you're sitting in the middle of the living room And your mom is on her knees about three feet away and she's holding her arms out and she's like, come on, baby, you can do this. Get up. You can walk. And she has this big smile on her face and she knows you can do it. She knows that's the right thing for you. But you're scared because you don't know. You've never walked before, right? And then you stand up. And then you take one or two steps to walk to mommy and then boom, you drop on your bum, right? On the comfortable diaper. And then you stand up again, you take one or two steps and then you drop again. And it takes a lot of effort. You're exhausted after like three or four try because all those muscles have never worked before. Like you're trying to coordinate so many parts of your body. That's the stage of exploration. Stage three of intuitive eating is what Evelyn will call, Evelyn Triboli, uh, my mentor and the author of the intuitive eating book, will call crystallization. This is when the, all the work of being hyper-conscious of hunger and fullness and feeling your feeling is actually becoming concrete and it's becoming easier, It doesn't require as many effort because now you're starting to trust your body. It's easier to know when you're hungry. There's less guilt to eat when you're hungry. There's less guilt of eating your previously forbidden food. Your need for, quote, eating all the food will start reducing. You are learning other ways of coping with your emotion than food. You begin to respect your body in many different aspects. Bottom line, you know this is right. Because you're starting to feel better and you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. If you were doing it on your own, you're reading the book, you're done reading the book, now you're practicing. The same thing if you're doing my course, you're in practice mode now. If you're a baby, this is when, for all the moms, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. This is when you're alone in the living room, you're holding on to the coffee table, and nobody's around, and then you walk to the couch, and your mom who's in the kitchen is looking at it, so it's like, 
oh my god she's walking oh and then there's a big party your mom is like jumping up and then getting the phone out and starting to watch you and film she did it on her own and then your mom starts calling people and like you don't know what's happening but it's a big party right mom you know what i'm talking about That's the stage. That's the crystallization where all the effort of you learning to walk is actually becoming easier. And you do it without motivation. You just walk. You're moving on now to stage four. This is when the intuitive eater in you is awakening. You have a free flowing eating style. You consistently are respecting your hunger, your fullness, what makes you feel satisfied, you have pleasure with food, you no longer need to prove to yourself that you can eat for certain reason, you just eat because you enjoy it, you trust your body fully, and you start trusting your body with other things than food. Like your intuition overall in life is starting to awaken. You're starting to noticing other ways that your body is communicating with you. Your negative self-talk is becoming down and the positive self-talk is coming up. The anxiety is leaving you and you're truly starting to have a relationship of peace with food. And that's bottom line. You're at peace. There's this deep sense of calm. You know you made the right decision. You know you're in the light at the end of the tunnel. You may still think about dieting and body image, but they're just fleeting thoughts. They're just there and boof, they go away, right? This is as a baby when you are in full-on walking mode and you get into everything, Like you're in full on discovery, you love your freedom because you walk like those big giant and you're discovering all kinds of things that all along were there, but weren't accessible to you before. This is when you're the cute walker, like you're wumbling left to right in the living room, but mom no longer needs to motivate you. It just happens on going. You stumble, you get up, you giggle and you keep going. It's not even an issue anymore. And then the last stage is the stage of you being an intuitive eater. This is when you use your eating cues consistently to make all your food choices. You are coping with your emotion without using food. You do not have negative self-talk about food. Went to intuitive eating here, right? So the negative self-talk about food is gone. The food freedom is in place. You are respecting your body beyond food. So you're starting to work on body image and you're buying clothes that fits. You're getting rid of the old clothes. You're moving your body with joy. You're thinking about health from a weight neutral perspective. Bottom line, Food is no longer the issue of your life, and it's no longer the solution to everything in life either. Food is just food, and you're starting to focus on much more important aspect of your life. Now, the analogy as a child is walking is just done. Check mark. 
Now you're learning to speak. You're learning to form sentences. You're forming your character. Not a parent, but some say the terrible two or three, right? That stage is where like walking is not the topic. It's your like temper tantrum, right? You're starting to like learn your emotion. You're focusing on other things in your life. So these are the five stages of intuitive eating. Let me just repeat them again. Readiness, exploration, crystallization, intuitive eating, awakening, and being an intuitive eater. So often I will get asked at this point, well, how long is it going to take for each stages? Like, is it six weeks? Is it six months? Like, what's the formula? Now, this question is normal coming from a dieter mindset. So for all of you who are having this question, let me please you right now and say, there's no answer. It's going to depend again what we talked about, how long you've been dieting, how entrenched you are in your diet thinking, how willing you are to put weight loss on the back burner, willing to trust yourself, trauma experience and so forth, right? There's no defined moment. This is a process that can take months to years. So this is it. Now I'm curious, I would like you to reach out to me on social media, on Instagram, perhaps in my DM, and tell me, which stage are you at? So I promise you to give you a little kind of an exercise at the end of this podcast. And so I'm going to give you two journaling questions. And this two journaling question are focused on women who have not yet committed themselves to learning intuitive eating. So women that are in that stage of preparation, contemplation. So here we go. Write these down. What takes me away from food freedom and learning intuitive eating? What are my fears? And then for each one of those fears, I want you to write what you can do about these fears. So it's one thing to list them. We need a solution. So we need to concretely put on paper our fears. And then on the other side of that same piece of paper, the solution. I want you to look at those points that you've outlined and ask yourself the question, is what taking me away from intuitive eating is based in fear or love? Do I want to continue to live my life from this place? So if most of your points are from a place of fear, do you want to continue to live your life from a place of fear? And you know what? You can do it if you want. Like, you're a fully empowered woman. If you say, I love my life, I love living in fear, and I want to continue to live in fear, then go for it. <laughs> Most of us will say no, right? So if you, you're saying no, then find solution for those. So there you go. That was your quick exercise. I would love for you to share this podcast with other women. As I say all the time, this is a grassroots movement. And leave us a review right now in your podcast application. If you're in iTunes, tap leave a review. It means a lot to us and it helps the podcast ranks higher so more women discover it. Because let's face it, I don't have millions of dollars to promote this podcast like the diet industry. So you're going to have to help me by putting on reviews and sharing this podcast only with one person. And that's going to help me tremendously. 
So we got another great show and it's a show that's going to address the next one, 237, the number one enemy to your success of becoming an intuitive eater. I'm going to tease you. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's going to address that. I love you, sister, and I look forward to hang out with you again on the next episode.